welcome to Euphoria, a podcast where we look back on the great glam and garish of Eurovision past. My name's Isabel Chilman and I'm joined as ever by a man whose love shines a light in every corner of my heart. It's Roland Bodnar. Oh, that was a nice one. I thought I should be nice to you once in a while. <laughs> Thank you, Isabel. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's episode three of season two. Yay. Hey, yeah. How's it going, Roland? Uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I've been, it's been busy. I've yeah. been busy. I've been touring Europe. You have, haven't you? I've done Copenhagen. And Boom. I've, and I've done Amsterdam. Boom. Uh, I came back to England. That's another one. Boom. <laughs> That's three. Three. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very good. Thanks, good Europe, for hosting me. Busy boy. Yeah. Well, when we work for Eurovision, we'll have to do that all the time. I know. We'll go to all the countries. We'll get used to it, won't we? Mm, yeah. Exactly. We'll speak many languages. <laughs> I've started learning French. That's very good. What I'm are you terrible. using? Duolingo. Yeah. But tomorrow night, I've got a... A, a, a one-to-one really you're doing it yeah. properly yeah See, i can't teach i'm not i'd be terrible myself well that's it i i said i was going to learn french and all i did was download duolingo app and use it for about a week and then i stopped that's what i don't want to do yeah so i'm going i'm thinking a double attack double-sided attack of <sighs> yeah. me and a tutor over skype and my French Ooh. housemate, oh, and yeah, our fr- French colleague, Regis. Gosh, blimey. Uh, so just make everyone speak French to me all the time. <laughs> I refuse you, to speak English. And then you have to learn French, because otherwise you'll just be isolated and alone. <laughs> yes, much like I am now, but in French. <laughs> oh, which, is, which is all the more romantic. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> so it's romantic in a way. Yeah. So it's my turn this week. Yeah. Um, and I... We've got we've gone back to France, okay. I've not gone for anything okay, exciting in terms yeah, of country. This is fine. This is fine. But France do a good France do a good wine, so there's no you know. I've a gone off piste Ooh. with a rose. Ooh, first time for a rose. Because holy shit balls! Look, look at, at that. that bottle. Oh my god! Right, that and is also fancy as fuck. Look what it's called. It's called emotion. <laughs> I think that's the campest bottle I've ever seen. It's insane, right? <laughs> it's just emotion. Where did you get? Is that from? Is that from the one that you found out near you again, or? Nah, just Tesco's, mate. Is it? Just Tesco's. Oh, well, good for Tesco. Good for them, eh? I'm gonna take a picture of it and then we can tweet it before it's empty. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. There we go. Lovely. You will uh, see that on our Those Twitter. Those are the ooze of me pouting. Yeah. Shall I open it then? Yes, please. And I'll, talk, I'll say things. Yeah, what have you been up to? Loads of stuff's happened because we did record the podcast last week, didn't oh, we? Oh, yeah, we had like sort of a two-week so gap. So it's been a, yeah, like a 10-day gap, yeah. really, since yeah. we last recorded one. Yeah. Uh, what has happened in that time? I I had loads of stuff to tell you and I've forgotten now. I've got one thing. What? Are we going to say it? My tweet? <laughs> My link with episode oh, one? <laughs> My thing yes. that I think I'm probably proudest of in 2017 so far. Yeah, so... so and Isabel's not happy about it. No, no, I'm very happy. I'm <laughs> okay. just, I'm trying to suss out what our next move is. Oh, yeah, yeah. So last year, I tweeted something that Yonola liked. And it was only like the third... I think second. Second or third tweet he'd ever liked. Yeah. And we went a bit mad. We, we lost our minds a little right. bit. Since then, he's got a bit more into liking stuff on Twitter. Fine, fine. Well, he's liked 17 things now. 17. I mean, it's still not a lot. But it's one more of than those, One of those most recent things was a tweet that Roland sent. But? A, t- a tweet I sent a month ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there have been other tweets since then. Mm-hmm. Which means you're no low. 
Let's have a little browse through Roland's Twitter feed the other day, wasn't he? I don't know what it means, though. It means he loves us. Well, because I, I retweeted the uh, tweet that you put out yeah. from, from our podcast account. I think he saw that. He saw that you'd liked it, retweeted it. Went and had a look at you. And then liked a thing. must, come on. But it was just, also a random thing. Yon, just contact us in a more specific way. <laughs> just make it clearer that you love us maybe, and want us to work for you. Maybe he hasn't heard the contact details. See the contact <sighs> details really quick. The contact details are euphoriapodcast at gmail.com. You know our Twitter account. You've seen it, definitely. Okay, here we go. You ready? Go on, pop it. This one's for Yon. Oh, that was loud and this proud. Is it. Look at that cork. It's a white cork as well. It's, it's a, the sexiest it's bottle the, of wine I've ever seen. Very sexy bottle. Pass Lovely. me a glass, please. Mm. Oh, Luke, lukewarm, not very nice rosé. Oh, no. Good for us. We'll Sorry. get through. Cheers. Mm. Could do with some lemonade. Mm. Did you see my lovely outfit from last week? Uh, your red outfit. Mm. Yeah, it was a wonderful red outfit. I bought a fuchsia suit that I wore to my friend's graduation. I hope you... Congratulations, Benji. Hey, Benji. Well oh, done. Uh, ex, well, ex-fan of the podcast. No, ex- he still is a fan of the podcast. Guest host. Ex-guest of the podcast, yeah. Benji Jeffrey. Um, right, so we kick off with a bit of... <laughs> Eurovision news. Excellent. Um, so I only have one bit. Oh, I have one bit as well. But it's an exciting bit. Oh. Oh. So as mentioned, already names are cropping up about who's going to represent who. Courtney Act for Australia, whoever else for whoever else or whatever. Yeah. Um, new one thrown into the mix. Could Samantha Mumba <gasps> be Ireland's <laughs> Eurovision secret weapon? No way. <laughs> if you don't know who Samantha Mumba is, she was a Irish, sexy Irish pop star in the early noughties, late nineties, early noughties? I would say early noughties, yeah. Early noughties is probably her bag. Um, Had some slamming tracks and then kind of vanished. But she's always around. She made one move into acting with the movie The Time Machine, which was a remake of H.G. Wells' original Mm. book and then Time Machine movie. Mm. It wasn't great. And then she did just disappear. So this is slightly old news because this was from a couple of months ago, but I only found it the other day. Oh, that's fine. um, But still, Samantha Mumba at Eurovision next year. I think that would be great. Hello. So her connection to Ireland. She's Irish. Well, that makes sense then. (laughs) 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 I I just didn't know. I thought she was English for some reason. No, she's from Dublin. Oh, fair enough. Well, uh, that would be be great. I was talking to an Irish person the other day. (laughs) Okay. um, About Eurovision. Uh, Rob. Hi, Rob. Hey, Rob. Um, and he said that when, back in the day when Ireland kept winning and they, um, I mean, they kept winning yeah, and they yeah, couldn't yeah. afford to win anymore, yeah, that the rumour that he'd heard as a kid was that they put the prices of Mars bars up to pay for Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find any that. truth to this on the internet. <laughs> but if you're Irish and you're listening, did you also hear that rumour as a kid? <laughs> My Mars bars cost more because yeah, you have to play for bloody Eurovision, bloody Eurovision now. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if I heard that from UKIP or another like leave thing. Oh, for get sure. Eurovision, yeah, pushing the price up of Mars bars. Yeah, yeah. That's, why, that's why Mars bars are getting more expensive but smaller, mate. Your British Mars bars, that's Eurovision. Blame Eurovision, that. that. Get out of the EBU. Never, never. never. Fuck you, UKIP. Never. I have a bit of news. Go for it. I have a bit of news, uh, some heavy hitting news. <laughs> Showing that Jon Ola is taking no time off. This was on the BBC. I think this was on the front page of the BBC uh, news page. Yes. It says that Eurovision Song Contest bosses, we know who that is, there's only one boss, it's Jon Ola, mm-hmm. are, are fining Ukraine over its organisation of this year's competition oh, in shit. Kiev. 
The Eurovision Broadcasting Union said Ukraine's state broadcaster should pay a substantial fine because of severe delays which created unnecessary difficulties. Uh-oh. Harsh words there. The Ooh. fine, the fine, which to be considering they've already paid a, a fair amount to actually host the contest, is £176,000. So it's not, it's not nothing. No. Um, Do you think that's going to um, have any effect on Ukraine entering next year? Uh, well, if it makes the national broadcaster go bankrupt, it will, like Israel. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Ukraine are getting fined, and it just shows, don't fuck about nah, mate. with the EBU. Your nail is going to want his money, mate. <laughs> that goes direct into it's your nail's bank your, account. It's going to take your kneecaps off. <laughs> That's a good holiday for Yon, isn't it? Oh, lovely. <laughs> nice Come visit us. Come Yon. visit us. Come stay with me. I have a sofa bed. <laughs> you won't be sleeping on it. <laughs> So that's the news. Okay, good. I've got a feeling we've got a fair amount of any odd business. Is that true? A little bit. Okay. Uh, so we start with an email from the lovely Lynn. 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 Um, that was sent after the first episode of this series, but we couldn't mention it on last week's episode because we recorded that in the past. Time. We did the time, time travel. travel thing that like Samantha Mumba did. Exactly. <laughs> so Lynn says, Hi, both of you, but mostly Isabel. What? As you will understand. I was almost, I was going to potentially leave out that bit just to piss you off. But mostly me because I'm the best. Well, I know Lynn's nice. If it was a new person, I would have started swearing. But (laughs) Lynn says, this is Norway calling. I bring you tidings of great joy. As a native Norwegian who speaks the Norwegian language, I won't show off. (laughs) I mean. Um, I can inform you of the following. Okay. Jan Ola Sand played in two different bands in his youth. (laughs) And get ready for these Scandinavian oh, rock band names. Okay, I love these. I need to make a list. Okay. Octopus. <laughs> okay, brilliant. And Hexagon. They're, they're fucking perfect. They're, Just they're, nothing else needed. Absolutely nothing else. Scandinavian rock bands, best names ever. Octopus, Hexagon. Great. Done. It looks like Hexagon was the one that landed him the gig in NRK, which is his lead into working for Eurovision. And she sent us <gasps> a clip. Holy mackerel. Of your neighbor's band. Oh my god, okay. Play it. Okay. All right, okay, okay. Right, so we're gonna, we'll, we'll tweet a link to this. Here's the plan, right? Jon Ola's last Eurovision as, exec, as executive supervisor. At the end, he goes, you know what? This year, it wasn't good enough. I'm going to get on. He walks on stage with Hexagon, ah! slams it, and everyone votes for him. He wins. He is overall Eurovision champion. Yes! I'm in. I'm in for that idea. Jesus. So this... So that was... I mean, that was, how long ago was that? That, that was music was... funky music. The late 70s. That was some great music. Oh, yeah. It was sort of... It was and quite, that is some, that's some late 70s hair It was well. quite cream. It was quite like Zeppelin. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of hair, and I mean, more hair than Yonola has now. Um, what a, that sounded great Hexagon yeah. I'm going to go check them out uh, we also had a um, lovely little note from our um, down under doctor no we can't 
doctor. That, that sounds like she's a gynecologist. Down under doctor. <laughs> Where are you going? Just visiting the down under doctor. Doctor down under. Yeah. Reggie. Reggie. Favourite doctor ever. Yeah. Who says, uh, hi guys, I heard you miss me. We did. We did. So I figured I would shoot you an email. The post Eurovision depression is hard, but your weekly podcast get me through. Yeah, it gets oh, us through too. You get me through. Oh, oh <laughs> Keep up the good work, Reggie. Uh, P.S. How's your kitty going, Isabel? Here's a photo of my cat, no. Luna. Oh. And Luna's a cutie. Cat sharing. Oh, wow. Look at Luna. Cutie pie wow. in a tree. Beautiful. Um, yeah, my cat Patsy's doing really well. Me and Rona were just talking about her. She is. She gave me a really nice hug this morning. <laughs> um, she's been going outside recently and she's getting adorable. a lot of attention from the neighbours. Um, Neighbour cats or neighbour people? Oh, both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's got... Um, well, there's there's two boy, boy cats who want to be her boyfriend. <laughs> she doesn't like either of them because she's picky like her mother. Um... And <laughs> yeah, but she's yeah she don't she wants to go outside all the time, but she only wants to go outside to hang out with me, which uh, is getting a bit tiring because well. sometimes I need to go I need to go in. But I'll tweet a picture of Luna and I'll tweet a picture of Patsy as well. Yep. And if you have a Eurovision pussy cat you want to show us, oh my god, yeah, feel- um, email it to us at euphoriapodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us at euphoriacast. Um, we also had a, um, a correction or an addition. Oh. Um, remember last week we struggled oh, to yeah. spell. I said. Jame Jame wasn't um, the correct spelling in any way whatsoever it's pronounced Jaime there you go so now we know Jaime Jaime hi Jaime hi Jaime okay (sighs) story time let's do it Ah! my favourite bit okay okay I'm settling so uh, last week, Roland gave us a I I was so impressed with your bloody story last week mate it was quite talking about a kind of pretty much forgotten Eurovision gay icon yeah um, who definitely needs a film made about him. Yeah. I listened to a Eurovision podcast this week. Well, no, it wasn't. A Euro- we're a Eurovision podcast. We're the only Eurovision podcast. Yeah. We're not. But you know what I mean. But I listened to a podcast this week called Monocle 24. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, so there was an episode of it that was about Eurovision. Yeah. That I listened to. It was quite good. And weirdly, they mentioned your guy in it. They no, mentioned John Claude. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. In it, which is quite funny. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. But oh, they talked person. about him in terms of just such a wonderful beautiful story that's been kind of long forgotten oh in, wow in Eurovision oh, archive, to listen to that. which is great yeah they're quite fun there's a few people they're all um it's like academics talking about mm. Eurovision they all love mm. Eurovision yeah but it's weird hearing ve- very posh academics straight laced yeah like yeah talking about how much they love like something think, ridiculous yeah. the camp like, like the hamster piece. wheel yeah or something <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it was it's good though it's well worth a listen it's oh. Mon- monocle 24 if you, yeah. if you haven't listened to it before um so this this week um i've decided we're going to talk about someone he's, he's known yeah maybe he's not well enough known yeah in terms of his achievements and, pro- and there's definitely an achievement non-eurovision based that he does not get enough acclaim for. Oh. But definitely gets plenty of money. Is it Jonola again? <laughs> yes. This week again, we're talking about Jonola San. I'm just going to repeat the same things as two weeks ago. Just reiterate, reiterate those points. <laughs> over and over again. That's why I brought a wine called Emotion. Yeah. Just <laughs> full of emotion right now. <laughs> Seriously, Yon, you've got to like one of her tweets next time. <laughs> oh, just like me. That's all I'm asking. I'm not needy, I promise. Okay. Okay. And actually, oh, this one's this one's maybe for you, Lynn. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Rolf Loveland was born. It's one of those O's with like a line through it. Love. 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 Loveland. Loveland. I wish we had that noise in England. Mm. Love. Was born on April 19th, 1955. 
in Norway. Mm. There we go, Lynn. That mm. one's for you. <laughs> Sorry, I was swallowing. Mm. The son of a police commissioner, he began composing at an early age, forming a band at the age of nine. Do we have the name of the band? Also, that's young to form. No. And that, like, when you're that age and you form a band, and all your songs are about like heartbreak and like not knowing, you know, what's happening in your life and stuff. It's a bit like, I mean, come on, like, you're nine. Your parents, like, pay for you to do everything. Yeah. You get driven everywhere yeah. and fed. and You don't need to worry about it. Maybe not in the 60s. What? Do you, I mean, what do you have to sing about when you're nine at any time? Like, unless, unless like, they were singing about, like, Twister bars and uh, going swimming. Like, that, I'd listen to that. That'd be I great. I listened to a great dollop earlier about a guy who went to Harvard aged 14. Because <laughs> back in, like, the 1700s, <laughs> and everyone was an adult as soon as Just they turned could. 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, graduated by 18 and was, like, a world-class lawyer by 19. Like, great. You've nailed it. You've really nailed your life. I feel like we should go back to that. I Excellent. mean, it stops yeah. people just fucking about for... For eight years. Christ almighty. No, yeah. just just keep everyone in a box until they're 25 because they're the worst <laughs> until then. Yeah, fair enough. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're under 25 and listening to this, I love you. But well, you are the worst. But you're on the right path. You're listening to us. So that's... Exactly. We're going to teach you. <laughs> we'll train show you the you world. shape you. Oh. Um, Wolf grew up studying at the Christian Sand Music Conservatory, later receiving his master's degree from the Norwegian Institute of Music in Oslo. So proper music. He knows his music. Proper, mu- proper music. He knows what he's fucking doing. Okay, okay. okay. In 1985, there's not there's not really much that we're going to be like doing pre-Eurovision here, okay? Oh, okay. We're going yeah, straight cool. fucking into it. Yeah, let's get in. It took me a while to get there last week, so... Yeah, but you have lovely rolling, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, stories. You're great at storyteller. Mine are more like... These are the facts. <laughs> Fucking listen to him, right? <laughs> Eat so, these facts. In 1985, Rolf had his first, first venture into Eurovision. Mm. Ooh. Composing and writing the song La Dead Swinger, which translates into Let It Swing. Ah. For pop duo, Bobby Socks! Exclamation mark. <laughs> I love a, I love an exclamation mark in a, in a noun. It's, it's great. Good, huh? <laughs> um, we're going to have a little... That was mm. the first, first link I sent you. We'll have a little listen. I mean, we can listen to some of the song. Mainly, I, I, the, just the intro to it <laughs> okay. is great. Okay. Okay? I'm ready. Go. Here we go. It is. It's a group of excited girls on a night out. They look great. They're great. That sounds like a great song. So much fun. Yeah. And that's the best intro to a song I've ever heard. Well, just, a, just a yell. Just screeching. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Incredible. Socks. Great right? name. Bobby Socks. Man. Great. Good work. So. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing to, I'm not going to ruin any surprise here. Okay. That went on. To become Norway's first ever Eurovision no win. No way! The screeching ladies of Eurovision. And, uh... Absolutely bloody nailed it, didn't they? Amazing. And really bloody good for Rolf. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good start for Rolf. In Great start Eurovision for Rolf. I mean, that's the career. best start you can expect. First year he enters. That's his... And he was the, he was the composer, writer, everything on that so song. So prop- that was his so song. he's the winner. He, yeah. he won. He has won alongside Bobby Socks. Incredible. Good work. Good for him. Yeah. But Rolf didn't... Yeah. 
in he was in the eighties. He was he was wild. He was a maverick. <laughs> he didn't listen to the rule of never go back to yeah. Eurovision. Well, yeah, this was at a time when you could do whatever the fuck you want, right? Man, Rolf can always do what the fuck Ugh. he wants. So Rolf decided to go back. Two years later. Two years. So he had one year off. Two years to later. write a new song. Just hung out, spent his winnings, you know. I mean, chilled I, out with Bobby Socks. I do a song a week, Rolf. So yeah, you haven't won Eurovision, have you, mate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but we haven't tried. We could. No, I haven't. No, fair enough. <laughs> um, so in nineteen eighty seven, Rolf went back. This time collaborating with singer Kate Gulbranson. Excellent. On the song My Life. Ooh, okay. Yet again, second try. Made it through Melody Grand pre-final, didn't he, for Norway? Unfortunately, we got through to the final. Only placed ninth out of 22 entries. Still, it's top half. Top Mm. half. Winner Mm. in top half, you know. Yeah. Mine's all right. Slip though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Uh, After that, Valve decided to take a break from the ESC. Okay, I mean... Um, after a ninth place you'd want to like place, step back re-evaluate look at yourself bit. in the mirror yeah. think what am I doing with my life I've done two yeah. songs for Eurovision and only one has won exactly <laughs> it wasn't for another seven years that, <laughs> okay. he, that he then decided to go back love, to the Eurovision Song Contest I love that he did two waited seven years and then after seven years went you know what it's time. <laughs> it's time. It's time. I returned I'm to you. Again, I've won once. Came ninth once. Yeah. I'm going back in, guys. Yeah, it's time. Sorted. <laughs> this time was with the song Duet, performed by Jan Werner Danielson and Elizabeth Andreasen. Lovely. Performs- I mean, it, it's called Duet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so there's two of them. It's quite on the nose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. like his next entry wasn't just called Song, was it? No. Okay, okay. No, no, so duet. No, no. Duet. Okay. Uh, famously introduced on the night uh, by the host, Jerry Ryan, as Duet. They're mm. trying to make it a bit fancier. Duet. 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 It's a word. Yeah. It's a real word. It exists. Yeah. <laughs> the performed 17th uh, on the night. The song okay. received 76 points. Oh, okay. That's quite high. Norway. <gasps> Six. Oh, of the twenty-five entries, better, so better, better. Moving not as good as first time. No, moving in the right direction, not as good. Difficult third song. Difficult Rolf second song. May not have won. Okay, but something wonderful came out of Eurovision nineteen ninety-four. Okay. At the contest, Rolf met Irish singer Fionnuala. Mm. That's not right, <laughs> but we're saying it. How would you say it? F- right, F I O N N U A L A. Fionnuala. But it's Irish, so it's clearly Fiona. It fucking is, isn't it? You're right. I bet if I fucking Googled that. Fiona. Basically, with Irish names. Too many letters. And this isn't and just being racist. But with Irish, just take out every like third letter and you'll end up with how the name should actually be pronounced. God, you're so right. I had an Irish girl, girlfriend once. Here That's how I know. No, Fanula. Fanula. Fanula's not a great name, is it? Fanula. Fanula. <laughs> she sounds like she's fanoodling around the corner. Ooh. She's a Fanula. She is a Fanula. <laughs> um, yes, Ro- Rolf met Irish singer Fanula Sherry. Okay. He was performing in the ESE Orchestra. Oh, wow. So he's not like, he's just hanging out with anyone. <laughs> oh, he's a friendly chap as well. Yeah. Makes friends with all sorts. Bobby Socks, Fanulas. There's a lot of people whatever. in the orchestra. Like, he must <laughs> leave just saying hi to all of them. I mean, it's third time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, maybe he clocked eyes with her when she was doing his song. Well, he's a happily married man, actually. So. Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. 
they formed the Celtic Nordic group Secret Garden. Ooh. Developing a music style based partly on popular music, partly orchestral, and partly folk music elements. Oh, nice. Yep, so Rolf met uh, Fanula in 1994. Mm. And in only a year, Rolf was ready to take aim at Eurovision one more time. Again. Is this, what, third time? Fourth. Fourth time. time. He's already won. He's trying he won to, on his first go. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to relive his youth, isn't he? Like, he's like, oh, well, I was a young like, man when I won. Man. I can do it again. But it's only 1995, so it's okay. been 10 years he's got time. since he won. Okay. Yeah. And that was, that was, that was Norway's me. first Eurovision win as well. Imagine having, imagine... Like, I feel like he just enjoyed going to Eurovision. And so he was just like, right, oh, I've, got to, I've got to go better again. Better make a job of it. I better. Oh, I've, got, I've got to make a reason to the wife why I'm there. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I'm, I'm working, babes. I'm, I'm working. Oh. I've put another song in. Oh, the song got through again. Yeah, there he is with his top off at oh, Euro Club. Like. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, no, I'm working. Definitely working. Real busy. <laughs> um, so in 1995, he went back with... Fanula in the band Secret Garden. Okay. Uh, they entered with the song Nocturne. Mm. Clearly, Rolf had worked out a winning formula to get through the Melody Grand okay. Prix for Norway. He got through again. Because for the fourth time, Fuck, with his man. fourth bloody song, yeah. he made it through to Eurovision bloody again. Hell, man, that's success. It's insane. That is success. He's bloody great. He's batting 100. He's 100%. Just nailing life. That's good, man. Go, Rolf. Go, Rolf. Uh, so we'll have a little listen to it now. Mm. So it should be the second. Oh, no, I got the second link. Here we go. Let's have a little listen. Very, it's very Irish. It's very Irish. For a Norwegian entry. It's pretty chilled out, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, quite, yeah. It's nothing to get you, you're right, it's no river dance. It is no river dance. Um, it's fine, it's a beautiful piece of music. Yeah. Also, this the says... Song, the song is, um, it's noted, you say a beautiful piece of music, because it is basically just music. So the song is noted uh, for its almost complete absence of lyrics apart from that beginning bit with only 24 words being sung in the original um uh in the in the original version and uh, much of the rest song being given over to uh to the violin being formed by Fanula. beautiful violin i have to on that note actually i have to correct uh, myself from last season <laughs> um mm-hmm. remember benji and i had a discussion about whether yeah. you could have an instrumental song in eurovision or not yeah. Uh, he was correct. You can't have an instrumental song in your original. It has to be summer, a song. It has to have lyrics. Even if it's only, what did I say? 28? 24 words. 24 words. It can yeah. have 24 words and nothing else. Yeah. yeah. It can probably have him. one word just repeated over and over again. I think some of them have. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful song. It's not it, a song for me. I wouldn't say that that one, I wouldn't say that that was the one that pushed him over the edge to win for a second time. Am I correct? You're completely wrong. Fuck off. <laughs> The song was performed fifth on the night, and at the close of voting, it received 148 points, you, placing first in the field of 23. I, well, that is the least likely. I mean, I haven't heard the other ones, but like from Mental. your description, that is the least Bob likely one. Bobby Socks to that. Yeah, that's quite a change. He's clearly influenced by his uh, bit, co-writers. Yeah, grown up a little bit. Yeah, oh, he's got all mm. got all serious on us. But he won. Ten years after we won the first time, and with Norway's second ever win, exactly it won ten, again. Exactly ten years. Exactly ten years. The victory also represented the first time in four years 
that Ireland had not won the contest, thus bringing to an end the only hat-trick of victories in Eurovision history. Ireland would go on to win the next contest, however, <sighs> achieving the feat of four victories in five years. But actually, if you think about it, yeah. because of Fanula, they basically won five, five in five. So even the time that Ireland didn't win, they Ireland, won. Ireland won. They won. They won five years <laughs> in a row. No, but that was that was perfect for them because it means they didn't have to cough up the cash to host it that year. Yeah, imagine if it had been the other way round and Fanula was like, "Yeah, mate, let's do it. Do, do let's it do it for Ireland. Ireland. Come on, I actually I want to represent my own country. Mm. Let's do this for Ireland. Yeah, they'd have won five in five, <laughs> and Ireland wouldn't exist anymore. Ireland would have no money. one would ever have money. They would just be known as Eurovision. Mars country. bars would have been so oh, bloody God. expensive. You'd have to get a mortgage. You wouldn't be able to afford. <laughs> Mars bars are bloody luxury, mate. Yeah, they are. Only millionaires afford a lot. Yeah. Mars bar. <laughs> Referring back to the fact there were only twenty-four words in the song. Yes. While no other victorious song has featured so few words, yeah. oh. Finland would go on to place 15th in the 1998 contest with Arva, which contains only six words Whoa. repeated throughout the song. Wow. The previous holder of the record of shortest lyrics in Eurovision history was Belgium and their 1983 entry Rendezvous with a total of 11 words. The melody of Nocturne was reworked for the song Fairy Tale, claimed... This was, this was on the Wikipedia page. Claimed to be written and composed by Harry Gregson Williams and John Powell for the first Shrek movie in 2001. Interesting. I want... it's, weird, it's weird fact that it says claimed. Yeah, maybe legally. Wikipedia. Maybe legally they, they're in still in dispute mm, or maybe, maybe it just very wasn't. Odd. But they made it just sound the same. The song was also covered by the country-inspired novelty band Dusty Cowshit. Sorry, which... hang on. <laughs> you heard me correctly. <laughs> the country-inspired novelty band Dusty Cow Shit, reaching number 16 on the Norwegian Singles Chart in 1996. And we have the version here. <laughs> okay, let's have a listen. How many years after the Eurovision song of Nocturne did Dusty Cowshit do this version? A year. A year. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> Don't get it. There's better things to be doing a parody of, I think. <laughs> the fact that this exists as well is amazing. There's a lot oh, of... Com- how many views has it got? 25,000 views. I mean, Norway. Dusty Cowshit, you know what you're doing. Nocturne's <laughs> win at Eurovision was the start of a major international success for the group. Receiving good reception in Europe with interest spreading rapidly. Wait, Asia. Secret Gardens? Yeah, not Dusty Cow shit. The record success was followed by extensive <laughs> an extensive world tour. And Secret Garden has established itself as a group with a major international audience. Wow. Selling over three million albums globally since their win. I haven't heard of them. Me neither. I thought I had. I thought the name sounds familiar, but I think that's Savage Garden. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Which is everyone knows. Love them. Mm. Vanula has since collaborated with a r- wide range of musicians, including... Sinead O'Connor Shit Van Morrison Shut up Krista Berg Bono <laughs> And Wet 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 Holy shit All of the hot all 90s acts who, who... No, one, no one since 2000 By the sound no, of it though okay, Yeah that's fine But you know She has also recorded Several Hollywood film scores wow. With the Irish Film Orchestra Including A Room With A View And The Mask Not The Mask Yeah Good work on, on that not, Good not, work in the 90s Didn't Vanilla. work on Shrek though No No that was no. Harry Gregson Williams And no. someone else Yeah <laughs> Sherry, <laughs> this is really bad. But when I read this, I laughed 
out loud and now I feel really bad which is why I'm saying it out loud well thank you for priming me so that I don't laugh out loud for no (laughs) why are you laughing it's not good it's clearly not a good thing you can't laugh I'm already thinking of the worst things it could be Fanula broke both her arms <laughs> after tripping while walking in Dublin in February 2015. That's a bad fall. That's a bad. That's not as bad as I thought you were going to say. So I How thought you were you laughing at something terrible. Broke your arms Jesus while Christ! Over. And you and you go no no I, I can't have broken both of my arms. I just both fell over. <laughs> just imagine if you came into work or like someone else came into work tomorrow with two broken arms. You went, my God, what happened? Went, I, I fell, oh, fell while walking. <laughs> just fell over while walking. It is like calamity. I like. would never stop laughing at that. No, it's I'm, I mean, if she's not fine, we apologise. Oh God, I'm so sorry. But it's a broken arm. We all, it's two broken arms. It's two, sorry. Yeah, no, it's specifically two <laughs> broken arms. That's why it's so funny. Uh, Oh, Christ. <laughs> She'll be all right. Um, also, whilst researching Secret Garden, I accidentally ended up on a website for a bar in Stockholm called The Secret Garden. Um, and when I translated the page, uh, it, it got a bit confused, I think, because the opening line on the website became, The Secret Garden is the latest addition to Stockholm's open-minded hooker world. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, I think it, I mean, no. Does it mean hookah? But, <laughs> doesn't say that though it's an open-minded hooker world st- and one of the next lines along was we serve honest food with loving service oh no <laughs> Ooh, don't eat the food there don't Ooh, eat the food it's there mucky. it's mucky mucky food. mucky food i like open-minded hooker world though like i feel like that's like like a sort of it's really forward thinking it's a budget brothel open-minded hooker world <laughs> come on in don't eat the salad <laughs> anything with white sauce on don't touch <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but even with two Eurovision wins under his belt. Two, and, and what, five entries? Four entries. Four entries, two wins. The only two wins at the time. The first for, two wins Norway ever had. Hell. Right? Yeah. Rolf's greatest achievement could arguably yeah. be that he wrote the song You Raise Me Up <gasps> with fellow two time uh, winning composer Brendan Graham. They, you Raise Me Up. Yeah. Not like that. Not but. like that. But that's the song. Initially written for and performed for the first time, bless him, at the funeral of Rolf's mother. Oh. Um, it was only a minor hit in uh, in the UK during its initial release, which was by Secret Garden. So it is a very wow. folky. It's um, Finula playing the violin again. Yeah. It is very Irish sounding. Yeah. Which I think is why it's become such a big Irish anthem. Yeah, now. so I'm trying to remember who sung it. So... It was later made popular in 2003 by American singer Josh Groban. Ah. When it became a hit in the US. Yeah. And uh, two years later, yeah. uh, everyone's favourite Irish boy band, Westlife, Westlife. then popularised the song. Wow. Uh, and went on to sing it at the 2009 Nobel Peace Prize concert celebrating US President Barack Obama. Oh, he does raise us up. Oh, oh always and forever, Barack. Yeah, Barack. Wow. Incredible, right? Yeah. It's often sung as a as a hymn in church services now. It's sung at sporting events. It's sung everywhere. And in so these are some incredible stats. In 2004, the song was played more than 500,000 times on American radio <laughs> in one year. Jesus. And in late 2005, there were over 80 versions of the song available in the USA alone. 
That's a lot of versions of a song. It's been nominated for the Gospel Music Awards four times and has been covered more than 500 times. Jesus. Including by Alan Jones. Oh, yeah. Michael Ball. Wow, okay, yeah. And Samantha Mumba. Shut up. Round we go Double again. Mumba episodes. Double Mumba. It all comes back to Mumba. Can you believe that? <laughs> and I didn't even when know did that. When did she do that? Well, I got the news and then I wrote this story and I was like, bloody Mumba again. Mumba again. She's back Mumba. in our lives. I can't believe he, sang, he wrote that song. I know. See, all you got to do is keep writing and eventually you'll write, you raise me up. That's what I'm doing. Sure. Yeah. I will, I will tell you just a, a really beautiful um, line that Ralph said about the song, though. Yeah. Um, so Ralph once noted, There's something about the song people are embracing, which becomes emotionally strong. I believe people think of it as a song they use for their own stuff. <laughs> okay. Specific. Um, but Ralph's <laughs> not much of a speaker. Let him leave him to write the music. Not so, not so the good lyrics, with them, with the, with the verbal words. People use it for their own stuff. That's fine. You know, they just <laughs> they use it for their own stuff in that. Just things That's and right. ting. Yeah. A couple of little bits just to end on a Rolf stats. Yeah, Rolf stats. Here we Rolf go. stats. Dum dum dum. Rolf stats. Rolf stats. <laughs> uh, as well as being a Grand Prix Melody Grand Prix winner. Grand Prix, Melody times. Grand Prix, Grand Prix. Melody Grand Prix yeah. winner four times. Yeah, yeah. Eurovision Song Contest winner twice. Yeah. Yeah. In 10 years. That's not bad. That's pretty Incredible. good. Incredible. It's pretty good. He also won the National Radio Charts Song of the Year Award. Excellent. That is. Yeah, he won and it. the Spellemann Sprusen, which is the Norwegian equivalent of a Grammy. Bee. Oh, Grammy. Okay. Yeah, he didn't win not a spelling, spelling bee. bee. Not as far as I know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Not good with words. We know that. <laughs> Barbara Streisand has rewritten the lyrics to a Rolf uh, Lo- Loveland uh, melody. Okay, which nice. she's put on an album. She sang it at James Brolin's wedding. Nice. When Babs, Babs- is... Babs loves him. When Babs is singing your songs, you know you've done well. You know it's all right. And in 2006, maybe his greatest achievement, in fact, okay. he composed the music for a television movie called The Mermaid Chair. Okay, cool. Lovely. The Mermaid Chair. If anyone's seen The Mermaid Chair, let us know what you think. Give yes, us please. a review, a comprehensive review. Never stops working. No. Good for him. How, like, how, when did he, when was his first song for Eurovision? 85. 85, and he's still going now, 30 years later. That's quite impressive. I was so exhausted reading about him. Melody Grand Prix well, four times. And how then... do you get that much success? I'd love to know because I yeah, really need please, a bit in my life. Go on, Rolf. Get... Any success, please. <laughs> Give us a call. Give us a call, Rolf. We don't, have a nu- we don't have a number, but you can call us. You'll work it out. Do how. we share Kit Kat? <laughs> okay, yeah. Here we go. This is the part of the podcast where we crack open a Kit Kat. We share a Kit Kat that's here in the office. <laughs> Just random Kit Kat in the office. Here we go. Oh, likes that. <laughs> So that's Rolf. That was Rolf. And that's this is us eating a Kit Kat now. <laughs> so that Sorry. is the comp- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that is a comprehensive history of Rolf. Uh, if anyone says they have any history of Rolf anywhere else, then um, screw them. We, we Not have, as good as ours. We have the most comprehensive history of Rolf. What an impressive man. Shit, man. He's accomplished a lot. Next bit of the podcast. Oh, it's my bit. Your bit. I'll just put another Kit Kat in my mouth. Some bit. This is terrible. It's all gone to shit. Can I get more Kit Kat? Yeah, I've only, only got you... one leg. Well, I've only, I've not finished my one leg yet. Who say you call them? Who calls them legs? What are they? Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's all gone to shit. Uh, Jesus. So Can't give him a Kit Kat. Half bottle of rosé uh, is fine. Don't, give yeah. him one stick of a Kit Kat. It all fucking goes and it all to goes, pieces. It goes bloody max. The E numbers. Go on, eat that. 
<laughs> right. Uh, so, Isabel, um, I've written in the past some songs about sort of big, timeless issues. World peace, love, looking cool. Uh, but there's a trend of songs uh, in which writers uh, like to include stuff more specific to modern times. Uh, so things like Dami Im's reference to FaceTime, which although they claimed it was nothing to do with the uh, video broadcasting yeah, yeah, thing yeah, on yeah, Apple. And we all remember Valentina Moneta's uh, social network song for San Marino back mm-hmm. in 2012. It's a long time ago. No. Yeah, 2012. Um, so I have written a song. I mean, it was still almost a decade after social media it started. <laughs> started. Yeah, no, I know. We're going to get the millennial vote. <laughs> the kids are like us. So I've written a song about an issue which um, all of us face in our modern time. So I want you to picture yourself at a bar, Isabel. Oh, always. Yeah, you start chatting to a beautiful stranger. Hello. You exchange numbers. Hello. Or in my case, you just get them to subscribe to this podcast, which I've actually done in real life twice now. Okay, embarrassing. Uh, Hi, if you're listening. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, after a night of passion, Isabel, you decide to take action to be proactive. You decide to send a text and then you wait. Oh, no. This song, Isabel, is called... RSVP or Responde Civil Play. <laughs> Here we go. I step out your door, flashing back to the night before. All the memories seem kind of hazy But then this one has got me feeling pretty crazy We met on the floor You said you'd never seen me here before You put your number in my phone And told me, boy, I want to take you to my home So now here we are I've been sitting with my friends in the park I text a love How's it going? With every second now my paranoia's growing So respond day Civil play I'm flying high just like a rocket When you're buzzing in my pocket So respond day Civil play Sending a message to you Those double ticks of blue Only reminds me That your eyes are too Our passion from last night I hope I did enough to make you wanna write All the signals we send Don't mean nothing when I'm waiting on this end So take action now, don't be coy You be my message girl, I'll be your message boy So now I'm in my room The light is fading and I'm letting go of you My brain's going through all the times I could have played it pretty cool But I hear a bell ring And my heart starts to sing As I see a name pop on my screen It's not come to an end You wanna see me again I type yes then I press down on send And here we go again Responday Civil play I'm flying high just like a rocket When you're buzzing in my pocket So Responday Civil play So, Red Sponday, hey, see the play, sending a message to you. Don't be an edge, Roger, hey, see the play, let's find out what our future holds. No, there's no need for self control. So, Red Sponday, hey, see the play, sending a message to you. 
please. <laughs> please rest one day. <laughs> S'il vous plaît. Oh, I love throwing a bit of French language in there now. <laughs> uh, that was my song from uh, many experiences of just waiting on the end of a text for someone to get back to me. Um, Isabel, what did you think? I don't... I, I mean, I don't know if it's just the... Um, the rosé emotion taking me over. Okay, okay. But that might be my favourite song ever made. <laughs> Shut up. I had so much fun. Oh I want to listen to it again. I want to make, you have to make it a full thing. I want that song. I mean, I really it, liked it. It's already two and a half minutes, Isabel. It's, it's already kind of a song. One more minute. One, <laughs> One more. Minute. One more song. That would be too much Four for you. Four more years. Uh, <laughs> It was very, there were bits of it that were very uh, Katy Perry, California girls so, are undeniable. Yeah, I, yeah. It, Is I mean, that it? Yeah, no, know? that's it. Yeah, California. Yeah, you're, you're spot on. I, I noticed halfway through that it was similar to California girls. Uh, burner. Except I think it's Burma, Burner, Burner. I think it's better. <laughs> You know what? It's fucking taking a French thing that is sort of used in the English language and then using it as your chorus is is bloody brilliant. Rest one day, see if we play. I want to listen to it again <laughs> right now. I love it. I'll send it to you. Oh, How shit. are you still making great pop songs, Roland? <laughs> I am. Um, why are you still working for this company? <laughs> Someone hire this boy because he makes phenomenal pop track. It was one I had in the bank. I, I had... All I had was over the break, I just had a list that I slowly added to of song titles and I wrote down <laughs> RSVP and Responde Si Vous Play. I don't know what, I don't know what much more to say about it. I mean, the song speaks for itself, There's right? There's nothing else to say. If you want to buy this song, I'll put it on. I love it. <laughs> um, I love it. Okay, well, I'm very... Maybe I'll listen to it in the morning and go, oh, I'm sober now. It's no, not so no, great. No, no, no. But no. I think I love it. <laughs> so... Let's just do the score now before you sober up even a tiny, tiny bit. Um, Isabel, respond to a play. Your score, please. Ons. 11! That's joint highest score. Joint highest. With Man Oh Man. I bloody love it. Fucking hell. I think that would... Uh, I mean, I just, I'm, I don't even care if it would do well at Eurovision now. I'm throwing my own rules out the window. I had so much fun listening to oh, that. Mate, I want to listen to it again and again and again. Well done, mate. <laughs> Thanks, Genuinely mate. Genuinely well done. Next week's going to be terrible, but we'll... Yeah, of course it will. But let's just ride this high for <laughs> yeah. as long as we can. I mean, if I can do what, um, what's his name did and just have this uh, be covered 80 times and, oh, you know... 500 times. F- sorry, 500 times. 500 times. On that note, Roland. Yes. Uh, let's end the podcast... The same way we end every podcast. Yeah. This season. This season. <laughs> Roland. Yeah. Would you rather... Okay. Have John's hair or Edward's face? <laughs> John's hair. Straight away. Really? But Edward's face. <laughs> I mean, they've got the same face. That's the joke. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Great. <laughs> I was so Goodbye. <laughs>